Good morning on this Sunday morning. Welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We left off yesterday talking about Abraham and his capacity for the promise that God had given him that he would be the heir of the cosmos or of the world. Uh, that is absolutely the limitations, the whole planet, the the entirety of it and the social system that would exist or that exists, uh, not in its fallen state right now. But anyway, the scripture goes on to say, as we were reading in the book of Romans, that in chapter 4, verse 16, therefore it is of faith that it might be by grace. Everything that God does for us is by grace. It's through grace because... Otherwise, if it was of works, then we'd still be under the law. It's of grace because it's undeserved. It is a demonstration of his graciousness. It is a demonstration of all his goodness. It's a demonstration of his love for us. We do not deserve it. And in spite of being sinners and dead in our sins, and enemies of God, he still sent his son. He still loved us enough to make sure that a way was provided for us to get out. But it had to be through grace. Nobody qualified for any favor because of works or because of anything that he or she had done. But it was because of his grace. Jesus came full of truth. He came full of grace. But he also came extending his arms out, saying, I love you. And I'm willing to lay down my life and give it for yours in exchange. Therefore, it is of faith. And we have to understand that faith is the substance of things to hope for. The word substance is the word statues." Which means that something is supporting, it is undergirding, it is lifting up, it's holding. That something is real substance. Well, therefore it has to be by faith that it might be by grace. To the end that the promise might be sure to all the seed. Not to that only which is of the law but to also that which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written in verse 17, I have made thee a father of many nations. Remember, this was prophesied, this was spoken over him, while he yet had no heir. He had no descendant from his own loins. He was given this promise that he would be the father of not a son, but of many nations. That that spoke of literally the cosmos before him whom he believed, even God. So he believed God. And in order to believe, we had made mention yesterday 
That means you have to have corresponding actions that agree with. But it's not just believing with the mind. It's not just believing with the head. But it is believing with the heart. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. And with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Or healing or blessing or deliverance or rescue. It is a combination of those things, but it is because one has heard. One has heard faith cometh by hearing. By hearing what? By hearing the rhema of God. By hearing the spoken word of what God has spoken into our very spirit, our very inner man, our heart. And having heard that, then our actions begin to correspond with what we believe. And because of that, we begin to say what we believe. We begin to agree with what we believe. We begin to be in complete alignment with our words, with what our heart has believed. So it's not enough to say, I believe, and just leave it at that. It is an action word. It is a word that requires us to be doing something. And doing it continually. It doesn't mean you believe in God just right now and then that's it. But it means that you believe in God. You believe that He is holy. You believe that He is. You believe that He is righteous. You believe that He is merciful. You believe that He's all-powerful. You believe... See, it's not enough to just say, I believe in God. A good majority of the world says they believe in God, yet they act like the devil. That, that There's no agreement. There's no consensus. There is nothing that is aligned there. There is, in fact, a contradiction to what is believed, what is said, and what is done. Abraham believed even God who quickeneth the dead. Now, how do how did he know he quickens the dead? And that he calls those things that be not as though they were. He changed Abraham's name from Abram to Abraham meaning the father of many nations. He changed Sarah's name from Sarai to Sarah, meaning the mother. Now, how does he do this? While he believed that God was able to call those things which be not as though they were, Abraham, even though there is no visible sign of a child in front of you, on the contrary, your body says it's too old. On the contrary, Sarah's body says it's too old. On the contrary to nature, both of you are beyond the capability of having children. Therefore, there is no hope. There is no expectancy. There is nothing. But even against hope, he had hope. He believed God. He believed in God. He believed what God spoke. And that is no different for us today because as we just read in verse 16, 
but that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. So that means that we follow along in the same line. Being of the seed of Abraham, then we must be like Abraham was, believers in God, acting according to what we believe. Now, if we're believing wrong, then definitely for sure, our words, our actions are also going to be wrong. There are people that sometimes believe that, well, they fell God, they miss God. Therefore, they deserve to be punished by God. And it's all right if God punishes them because they deserve it. That's their just recompense. That's their just reward for having failed and messed up. And that is all they look forward to. Just the pain and the hurt and the suffering because their belief is God is making me pay for my sins. God is treating me in such a way that he's purifying me. So he's putting me through all of this so that I can get what I want and deserve because of the way that I have lived. And there are people with the mentality of Jabaz that they literally were born and they caused pain in their birth, whether it was to the mother, whether it was to the family, whether it was to close relatives or friends. And in his prayer, he prays, I don't want to hurt no more. And I don't want others to be hurt no more. I want you to bless me for real. I want you to indeed enlarge my territory. I want to be a blessing to others. See, He had to change the way he believed. And part of that for us as Christian believers is going to be a result of having our mind renewed by the Word of God. Having the Word of God engrafted into our very soul so that there is a change, a literal transformation that takes place in our lives. Because without it, then we will continue to believe wrong, we'll think wrong, we'll act wrong, and we'll say the wrong thing. While God made him sick because, well, he wanted to teach him a lesson. Well, as far as I'm concerned, the Holy Spirit was sent to be the teacher. Not sickness, not disease. As long as we continue to believe wrong then how is it going to even be possible to express faith, to undergird, to uphold, to support the promise of God that has been spoken to our lives if we do away with the promise and say, well, see, I'm the exception. God is not going to bless me or God doesn't want to bless me. Or uh, I I, 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 I was born this way and and God is just going to treat me different. The scripture says, for all have sinned and all have fallen short of the glory of God. And because of that, we all need the same Redeemer, the same Savior, the same sacrifice, the same blood, the same cleansing, the same, the same, the same of being born again because of Him.
To go any other route is to say, it's going to take my efforts. It's going to take my ability. In fact, some people will go as far as saying, if only Jesus was to appear before me. If only Jesus was to come and stand here and speak to me. If I could only hear Jesus right here in front of me. What are we saying? What are we doing? We're trying to bring him down from where he is to our level. He's trying to raise us up from our level to his level. That's why Abraham is such a special person and was called the friend of God. Because of his ability to believe. And that ability to believe gave him the corresponding actions and I want you to hear this carefully, of full obedience. He had full obedience to what God would call him to do. Now, this does not mean that Abraham did not make mistakes. This does not mean that Abraham erred on some of the things that he did and we're still paying for them today. But because he believed God fully, He was obedient unto God. He didn't have a written Bible. He didn't have a written Old Testament. He didn't have a prophet to come and prophesy over him. He didn't have the Holy Spirit to come and teach him and lead him like he does the believer today. But yet he was fully persuaded. He believed God. And he believed not only God, but he believed that God would raise the dead. Even if it meant taking those ashes from which Isaac was going to be sacrificed and burned, and then from those ashes bringing forth Isaac, his son, back again to life. See, that is truly strong faith. That is truly strong believing. That is truly strong, strong, strong hope in God and trust and confidence. All of this simply because God said, I have made thee, I have made thee, I have made thee. I'm not going to make you, I have already made thee. I have already called you a father, even though a father is not visible. I have called you a father already, even though there is no sons or daughters that are visible to your eyes. I have already called you a father. And he believed that. And he believed that to the fullest. And the scripture says in verse number 18, Who against hope believed in hope, that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken. Notice, the only evidence that he had was what was spoken. And what was spoken was undergirded by his trust and faith in God so shall thy seed be. Well, I see that we've run out of time again. Join us again on Monday as we continue with this thought, as we look into Abraham and his capacity to believe God to the point of being heir of the cosmos. Until then, the Lord richly bless you. Keep looking up. Our redemption draweth nigh. Our new bodies are awaiting. Be ready. Don't be left behind. The Lord richly bless you. Amen.